forever. Dog. This week on the podcast, Diane Ho's Nightmare Hall Guilty. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about Nightmare Hall, Guilty by Diane Ho. Yeah! And once again, it being a Nightmare Hall has little (laughs) to nothing to do with the plot. Hey, Lindsay, there was like a paragraph where they said Nightmare Hall's scary. I mean, she, he does try to kill her in Nightmare Hall, but it's not, it makes not it relevant. sound like Nightmare Hall is like, oh, truly no, fucking I was like possessed and haunted, but like, that. it is not Nightmare Hall's fault. No. It's Why just are you like, blaming Nightmare Hall for all of your problems? There was just like one part where she's like, oh my gosh, Nightmare Hall is scary. They say that like a girl died there. Anyway. Anyway, I'm going to go fall in a garment bag. <laughs> okay, that. I. The, I could what? not understand huh? what the fuck was happening what with that. What are the physics of this? No. Okay, before we get into it, I did something that I never usually do, which is take a screenshot of the back of the book. So I can read Bless. the back of the book. Okay, ready? Yes. Katie Sullivan has everything. Nice roommate, cool friends, and a great guy. Until the day she and her boyfriend are out on the river and their canoe overturns. She survives. He doesn't. Katie can't stop thinking about the accident, weighing the evidence, wondering if it was her fault. But someone else has already reached a decision about Katie. The verdict is guilty. The punishment is death. The crime being different. Being (laughs) slightly different. Changing. Dancing in a fountain. (laughs) Um, She, here's what I will say about her. Mm -hmm. She's not doing well. She's, the the fact that her (laughs) friends are like, Oh, you're such a partier now, Katie. To, and even at points... When she is, like, just screaming for help. Yeah. Like, the most that they say is not out of worry for her, but they're just like, okay, you're kind of, like, annoying. Yeah, and no, she, they're just purely annoyed by her. Which she did seem annoying, but, like, that doesn't yes, mean... But it's, like... Like, she's unwell. a very obvious reason. There's a cause. Yeah. Get at the cause and the annoying behavior stops. Like no one wants to do the work. No, she's very out of control. She needs to go see like student services or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, Davis does try to get her to do this. Honestly, Davis, I was like, uh huh. He's a good guy. guy. Sounds like like a a good guy. I okay. How confused were you to discover that she and Alan were not brother and sister? I thought they were brother and sister the entire book. (laughs) Really. I wasn't confused at all. I was like, oh, I guess they're twins. (laughs) (laughs) So the entire book happens. And then the the part where she's like, must have been very confusing for you. I know. She's like, I'm not feeling too well. He's like, well, why don't you go home to be with your parents? I was like, your parents. And she's like, oh, well, it's different for you. You get along with your parents. And I was like, his parents. Like, I (laughs) I continually, their parents. Yeah. Their parents. Their parents. definitely thought they were twins the entire fucking book (laughs) the entire book until 
Well, then it must have been very helpful to you when he's like, I always hated how people thought we were brother and sister. That was like, "Mm, you're part of the problem, Kelly. Me, yeah. Well, well. called you Katie. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Kit. No longer Kit. No longer. Nay Kit. Nay Kit. Now Katie. Current Um, Katie. Yeah. No. Well, here's the thing. Is Mm -hmm. it the entire world, Alan? Or is it how you guys, your dynamic? Yeah, is is it an everyone problem or is it is there an origin and a reason? Yeah, because also like, you know, to her credit, she does do the thing that we said should happen. Yes, I was very proud of her for that. I was like, girl, yay. I mean, she couldn't help that she like flinched because she yeah, had like she a scary flashback. To. She didn't want to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she does the thing we said to do, which is like go along to get along. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm so scared up here. I'm my old self. I'm oh Kit. Oh gosh! Remember when I climbed a ladder in high school and drama, and you came in and got me down for a minute? Dude, that part I was like, oh, now I know exactly the kind of guy Alan is too. Uh-huh. Like he needs a girl to be helpless, and like I actually thought that part was really interesting when she was like, fully I was fascinated by Alan's. Turn. Yes. Oh my god. Also, I didn't know he had thin lips until that point too <laughs> also i didn't know he was a southern gay man <laughs> he the way he starts yeah. talking when he's like, it is revealed up, he is evil he's yeah. like no ma'am yeah i was like what yeah. is this style of speech he was giving me like the like have you seen the movie laura the 1940s movie laura i have but i don't remember it very well well there's like basically the character who like interview like is interviewed by the pi or the detective or whatever he is um about laura's disappearance like he makes Mm -hmm. him like visit him in the bath that guy like he talks like this and he's like i don't have time it's like the bitchiest performance movie multiple times and like not that long ago even yeah it's great i love it Um, it's a good movie but uh it's giving me that gene tierney right yes i believe so Mm -hmm. and um the but yeah the um it just reminds me of that, like just the way that uh, Alan was like, so you, th- you think that you can like, he was giving me like transatlantic vibes. Like, yes. Like Catherine Hepburn. Yes. I was like, what's happening 40s, with Alan right now? Either, either Southern or forties gay man. Vibes. Yeah. Like yeah. I, those are basically the only screenshots I took. Yeah. <laughs> The only screenshots I took were all of Alan's weird speech at the end when um she's like, uh, what's going on? Yeah. And he, he goes, did I ask Brownie for the negatives? No, I did not ask Brownie for the negatives. I got that picture out of his wallet, dear heart. Then I cleaned your sweet little photo up a little, took it to the mall and had the photo studio there do a blow up for me. Do you like it? It's pretty terrific, don't you think? Wasn't that expensive either and worth every penny I spent if you ask me. And you did ask me, didn't you? <laughs> buried oh my it God. again. I only buried it once. That was after I took it from Brownie and removed the picture. No, ma'am, it did not. That nasty old river had some help along the way. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. No, ma'am, it did not. That nasty old, you know, that nasty old <laughs> river had some help along the way in the form of these hands and this hammer. <laughs> it was so like. He Camp. made it to the riverbank, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, oh, but he didn't make it to the riverbank. Something happened. Then. What is it? Poor the- old brownie's head slammed into a rock. 
<laughs> a rock in my hand. That part, I laughed so hard when he was like, into a rock. A rock in my hand. He was a like, beat from fighting that nasty current, lay there like a dying fish. But I could tell he was about to get his second wind and climb up to dry land. And I couldn't have that, could I? I just couldn't could have I? that. So, boom, skull met rock, and that was all she wrote. And I was like, what is happening? I was like, Alan. Alan, I love you. You're I love fun. this look for him. I like Mm -hmm. because he was so just like boring and whatever throughout the whole book and apparently uh, you know not his her twin brother it's it's because he wasn't letting his true trans or uh mid-atlantic yeah gay man uh flag fly yeah and he okay that also like because that was the thing he he was so like high camp very like creepy secret when she like the way she finds out iconic that he's like evil Mm -hmm. is she's like digging around in his closet. She's so clueless at this point. It's so obvious that it's fucking Alan. Um, It's like, she's turning to the camera and going, I'm sure Alan wouldn't mind if I did this, you know, good old Alan. I'm sure Alan wouldn't mind if I went through this. Good old Alan. Well, Alan certainly wouldn't mind if I did this. And we're like, stop. Alan, girl, Alan, 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 it's Alan. Kill you. So she's like, let me move aside these pesky shirts. He, he, and then like pushes them to the side and there's like a giant blow up picture of her and her dead boyfriend. But the dead boyfriend is like cut out of the picture. And then another blown up picture of him. Question. Did he like pose for this picture to get probably. the angle right? He, oh this, my God. This bitch probably went to Olin Mills at the mall. Yes, 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 yes. And got a professional photo shoot to slap his own face on a candid photo from a tennis match. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Here's his speech to like why he was. Um, <laughs> Katie's legs turned to water and she slid to the floor. No, no, she murmured, her head lolling on her shoulders. No, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. He shouted, <laughs> crouching low to shove his face close to hers. He ruined everything. I never knew what Kit saw in him. Conceited, show offy. He thought he was such hot stuff and Kit fell all over him. She was supposed to be with me when we got to college. Everyone knew that. My parents, Kit's parents, our friends. Maybe we were just pals in high school, but I knew it would be different when we got to college. We'd be adults finally. No more high school stuff. When I was sure she'd see me differently away from home, I figured she'd finally be ready to admit that we belong together. Forever. Alan glared at the floor as if it were somehow responsible. And then she met Brownie and everything changed. <laughs> also, okay, when he's like, when he's like, to Kit's be parents, me. Kit's parents, I was like, huh? And he's like, my parents, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, parents. parents. But don't you okay. have the same parents? Well, the, well, just say both of your parents. Kelly just like, struggling to keep up. I was struggling. I was really struggling. <laughs> I was like, huh? um, yeah, it, it, it's fine. I'm, I understand now. <laughs> it's clear a little to me now. Too, too little, too late. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it's end of the book. Book's over. Talking. About How fun now. could it have been though if they were really, if they were twin sister brother? But it would have been like that book. What was that book we read? Where they go ice skating together? Oh yes, it would have been. Um, what was that book? We just read that book, and I don't remember the book. What was that book that we I read? I can't. I can't help you. Because I don't know what it was. I am I just, doing this to twin. the tune of Next Generation. <laughs> I don't remember. Don't remember the book. <laughs> Aw. Um, Logbook? Yeah, I don't know. The, it was a dream thing. Yeah. Oh, Dreamstalker. 
Boom. Dream stalker. Baby, baby, baby. I did it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Dream stalker, twin brother's sister. He's in love with her. Yep. I fucking loved that book. That book was crazy. Um, This book more had like Katie being really um just like unwell yes. and like. And also dumb. And all, extremely well, dumb. And tripping into a garment bag and almost dying in the garment bag. Okay, the, the garment bag thing. Do not understand that section okay, let's, whatsoever. Let's talk about this garment bag thing because. Before we get too deep into the garment bag, because I feel like garment bag <laughs> too deep might in the take up about like she 20 did. minutes. Okay, um, okay, deep into yeah. the garment bag like uh, Kit uh, did. We're, we're about to lose ourselves in this garment yeah, bag. Yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. <laughs> Come up for air. But before that. I uh, want to read the back of the book or did you already do that? Lindsay. Oh my God, you already did that. Lindsay. <gasps> I just remembered. Uh-uh. What am I, Katie? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're certainly not Kit. Never mind. I remember that you read it now. You did it right away because there wasn't a log line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, garment bag. Did you take screenshots of that? Because I was like, what? No, no, no. I happening? didn't. Because I was like trying to race to read it because like some rando person was also checking it out and like literally like attacking me. Um <laughs> you and I discussed this, like who the fuck was checking out this book? <laughs> I really enjoyed your your carefree text to me yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, five oh six PM. Hey, just let me know when you're done with the open library book. Me. Whoa, you were too optimistic and assuming it was me. It isn't. Oh my God. What <laughs> the fuck is reading us? Exclaim. OMG. <laughs> and then silence. <laughs> and then just like a uh, grimace face for me. Oh yeah. Well, so get this. And then so, I was Portland. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, it was good. Um, so what happened was it like theirs ran out and I was like refresh, refresh, refresh. And then I <laughs> borrowed it back out from under them. So then I was like racing, racing, racing. So I didn't have time. It was some other podcaster who reviews these books. Oh my God. Well, guess what? We made them late for their podcast. For You're once. late for your podcast because I'm, I was operating on superior mint mobile f- uh, speeds. Mm-hmm. I was you zippy dipping. Them. Yeah, I was like reading it while on a light rail to the Portland airport. Um, okay, so, okay, why don't we, okay, fine, 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 fine. Before we get into the garment bag, <laughs> let's do like, <laughs> like vaguely, how does she get, you know, record screech. Okay. How did I get here in this garment bag? You might be wondering how I got here. Yeah. She is looking at a navy dress in an yeah. attic at Nightmare Hall. This is the one scene that takes place. Er, no, I guess there are two scenes. She's at Nightmare Hall. She touches the collar of the dress and something pricks her. Ouch. And she's so startled that she stands up very quickly and bonks her head and gets knocked out cold. Mm-hmm. And then she, she Do you know how hard awakens. she probably stood up? So hard. Because guess what? The killer actually did not hit her on the head. That reveal was incredible to me <laughs> i thought that was so funny he's like you're just an idiot that way like bonked your head way too hard <laughs> he didn't have to knock you out even to put you in that garment bag no also you just she literally just bonked her head and passed out and garment fell. bag and or how small is katie okay the thing that i was like really confused about with this katie because the way she just 
describes the garment bag, I was like, how small You're in a is she? box. It sounds like she's in a full-on box. Well, because she literally thinks it's a refrigerator. Yeah, she thinks that they're walls. Walls. Yeah. She's wells. like, oh, I'm surrounded by walls. She thinks they're wells. She's like, <laughs> wells. She's like, this is a giant white void. I'm in here. Like, I feel like I can't breathe for some reason, but I am in a box that's like a fridge. And then the reveal that it's a garment bag, I was like, I don't understand how she got that. Because how, how big are they? She it's must a, be tiny. Who confuses a bag with walls? <laughs> and then also how strong were the walls of the bag? Because she- So strong. They're Kelly. so strong because she cannot, she, she gets this like little hat pin out and she's like, okay, I'm gonna use the hat pin to like dig my way out of the garment bag like I'm in Shawshank Redemption. And starts like picking away at this thing and it gets mm -hmm. stuck. It's so strong. The garment bag, garment the bag. Pin, which is the thing that pricked her, mm -hmm. gets lodged in the hard, hard plastic of this garment bag. Which, what are you talking about, Katie? Don't know. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Honestly, I feel like this is, so this is what I think happened. Because what she thinks happened is that she like hit her head or she get, what she originally thinks happened is that someone beans her on the back of the head and then like stuffs her in a garment bag slash refrigerator and which, of which there are like four in this closet and like leave her in there to die. What I think happened is that she, so she like pricks her finger, ouchie, ouchie, stands up really hard, bonks her head like immediately like falls right back down into the garment bag. Mm -hmm. And the killer person was like, oh, wow, I actually, and the killer person arrives and is like, oh, I guess a lot of this work is done for me and zips her up and then just like shoves her in the thing, which is very sad on her part. <laughs> very sad on her part. Very sad. Um, like, I, under I understand the physics of that. I don't understand the physics of her being trapped. I don't understand the physics of her experience inside of the garment bag. Yes. Like, have you seen the movie The Cell? Yes, but it's, I think, not since it was in theaters. Okay, same. But, like, you know the imagery of it, right? Jennifer Lopez is in this big white void. I don't remember that scene. Okay, well, there's a big white void. and She's in it. And then she's like, oh, I guess I'm in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that she gets up there, so just to, like, zoop, 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 rewind, 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 back, 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 back. So she is, okay, I'm going to try and go really fast through this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so Kit 
she's shy. She's going to college with Alan, who is not her twin brother, but she acts like their brother's sister. So anyone, any innocent person could think that they're brother's sister. They go to college. Alan's really good at making friends. Kit is not. She's very shy. Uh, Alan makes friends with this guy named Brownie, um, who brings over his sister, Callie. Um, and uh, they also meet this girl, Luann, who is uh, Kit's roommate. Mm-hmm. And all of them kind of become this group. And the pairs that pair off are uh, Brownie and Kit and um, Davis and um, Luann. Or is it? No, Davis and Callie. Davis and Callie, that's right. Yeah. Because yeah. Callie ends up with Alan later. And, and Luann ends up with Linda. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's Linda? The girl who lives in Nightmare Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's planning her birthday party and oh, they're yeah. clearly in a relationship. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she does so much work for this girl's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much work. She spends all her time with her. Eventually, they move in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When Katie is just like too much to handle. I think Luann also like was looking for an excuse to move in with Linda. Yeah. She's in love. Because it truly was not. I mean, I think it's just coincidental that like that Kit was just like very hard to live with. Or Katie. I mean, I guess if 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 this was like truly like hoarder like level like disgusting mess and not just I I leave my comforter on the floor, Mm -hmm. then I would understand. Like I couldn't I couldn't live in a dorm room where it was just like really fucking disgusting and messy. Yeah. Well, and on top of it, like there's also behavioral issues, screaming, and like. Luann is also just like 17 or 18. Right. She's not equipped to handle this. Nightly nightmares. Yeah. And like erratic behavior. And then there's like a point where where she like accuses Luann of like changing out the picture. Like it's just getting, Mm -hmm. it's too much. too much. And so she needs to go live with her girlfriend. With her girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So great. She does. And God bless her. I mean, I think she's having a happier life not living with freaking Kit. Yeah, good for Luann. Katie. So so they all go on this like before all this happens, they all go on this like canoe thing or they decide to go into the woods and the water's really rough. And still Brownie's like, I think we should go canoeing. And Kit is like, I'm scared. And he's like, don't worry, I'll protect you. So they go. It's super scary right away. It gets submerged. He's trying to protect them and save them. He takes her to the shore. He gets swept away uh, and then he's found dead. Katie now goes, or I'm sorry, Kit now goes by Katie. She's like, I'm not Kit anymore. And I'm fun and exciting. And I'm going to do crazy things just like Brownie would. Brownie would. And everyone's like, you're not Brownie. This doesn't suit you. Stop doing this. Just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's mostly Alan saying this. Everyone else is more like, this is annoying. He's the one who's like, this doesn't look good on you. And she's like, I don't really understand that. And then she's like, oh, well, I'm going to dance in the fountain. When she was dancing fountain, I was like, girl, you we, someone needs to like help her. Yeah, she's screaming inside. Her internal monologue is like, help me, help me, help me. Yeah. And her external behavior is like, I'm so fun. You know Look that, at how fun I am. I never sleep. Yeah, she's that like, like saved by the eating, bell she's thing. Losing weight. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so excited. Yes. It's that. So yeah, she's she's losing weight. She's she's refusing to eat. And everyone's just like, God, it's so annoying that you won't eat. It's like, okay, guys. I know it's like 1994 or whatever it is, but like, come on. You should know that your friend is like really, really unwell. So then 
one of the things she does is she's like, I'm going to climb this ladder. And everyone's like, why? (laughs) And she climbs it up, 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 up. And she decides to go in this attic. And that's where she gets stuck in the dress thing, dress bags. Um, Okay, so now we're caught up to dress bags. Yeah, and she manages to escape using the hat pin on the second go because she angles it. That was the other thing. What? It, what? It's a hat pin. It's not a knife. It doesn't have sharper edges yeah. one way or the other. That's not going to cut it. Like, is she imagining that she's doing that? You know, when you're cutting um, uh, wrapping paper and you can kind of like angle the blade and not of your scissors and not with the scissors, yeah. you can just keep them. That's what she seems to think. With a she, needle? With a hat pin, which yeah. only it is not sharp on all sides. Right, it's pointy. That's it. It's just pointy. So with this, it's pointy not little meant hat to. Pin, st- it's not even a needle. It's not even meant to stab. No, it's just meant to like hold your hat on. And it is like it's 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 all it is is pointy. And this is again material that two pages ago we were led to believe is impenetrable. So how is her doing it at an angle, cutting it? It's not uh. literally not, and figuratively not cutting it. Literally, it's not. And yet it is, and she gets out. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes downstairs and she's like, uh, <laughs> I was in a garment bag and I'll prove it to you. And they all go upstairs. And of course, the garment bag is nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yeah. Also, she keeps like, okay, n- the extent to which that people do not believe her is actually pretty funny because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those, it's not ha ha funny. <laughs> <laughs> It is extreme. It's just like, I just don't think so, you guys. Because the part that I'm like, it's hard for me to believe how much they don't believe her is when she gets drowned in the pool. That, and, mm-hmm. Well, the part that extra bothered me was when she was like, I mean, put, I'll put myself in his shoes. If some girl came running up to me in a swimsuit from the pool and said that someone tried to drown her, would I believe them? And I was like, why wouldn't you? In in what world would you not? Yeah. What she's saying is like, there are a lot of reasons specifically not to believe me. Right. Because she's been acting out or whatever. But this security but like, guard doesn't know who she is. Person. Well, I, I can see the security guard not buying it because they think that she's trying to distract them from breaking from the being rules in trouble. and being in the pool. Right. Because it's after hours and she wasn't supposed to be there. I also love her. She's like, oh, my God. Someone tried to kill me with a garment bag. I can't be alone. I have to be around someone every second of the day. And they go to the pool after hours. And then her friends are like, okay, well, we've had our time. We're good to leave. And she's like, you go on without me. <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't believe that she was doing that alone. Pool, yeah. yeah. All day you've been talking about how you're afraid to be alone and you need safety in numbers and now you're like you go ahead and literally the fact that she saw the word guilty written on her car in the dirt like how someone would write wash me and that like that alone spooks her and yet she's like but i'm gonna go swimming alone in this dark pool after hours where no one knows where i am very stupid i just don't get like why she's sometimes so scared and why she's sometimes not scared yeah She's behaving very erratically. Mm-hmm. So that happens. And then what is the th- next thing after the pool? 
Um. Oh, well, in between there's the, she thinks she hears Brownie's voice telling her. It's all your fault. Yeah. It's all your fault. And it's all your fault. What was interesting about this book were the, the parts where it would flash back to Brownie being an extremely controlling boyfriend. Oh, my God, right? I thought it was Brownie for a while. Yeah, I thought he faked his death and that he was like. And that he was an abusive like, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did you hear that story about, well, it wasn't even really a story. It was like a clickbait that was going around or not even clickbait. I don't know. It was like something. It was like viral or whatever that this guy faked his own death. Like a, he's like a bil millionaire, billionaire person or whatever. So he like hired a bunch of people to like do a fake him getting fucking hit by a car no. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have not heard of it. Yeah. Okay, and he's like dead, red asphalt style on the street, like goo coming out of his fucking head. And his girlfriend sees it and she's like screaming, crying. And she thinks he's fucking dead, dead, dead. And then he gets up and he's like, will you marry me? <gasps> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Illegal. Abs this man Nightmare. Psycho. is basically a murderer. Yes. It's not so bad. Run. Run. But that was brownie vibes. Run. Run. Yes, that, that is brownie vibes. Because I was like, maybe brownie's doing basically this. That is horrifying. Yeah, isn't that so bad? Like, you would immediately leave them, right? Like, you have to. I'm trying to picture, like, what if Mike did this to me after 12 years? I, I, would, be, I would be like, how dare you manipulate my emotions? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I that's just, so like, fucked up. And, like, why? I'm because I'm I'm thinking to myself like well but Mike had never if Mike had never done anything else even close to that but it would just say it it would open up a window into their an area yeah. of their mind that I yeah. didn't know existed yeah and then so then it's like if this then what else like exactly. what else are you capable of exactly yeah that's if like you can scary do that to me yeah that level of trauma for a stunt proposal mm -hmm. fucking sick and You're also sick. like like way to like try and guarantee that i'm gonna say yes too because i'm so flooded with relief that you're not dead but yeah. like there's no way i would say yes but you know what I, like i'm just thinking of the like the why of it all what are you trying to communicate to me by faking your death in a very graphic way in Ugh. front of my eyes Ugh. yeah like um, no, thank you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes, I also thought it was Brownie. Yeah. Because he's he's really picking on her all the time. Yeah. Like forcing her to go out and forcing her to be more adventurous. And it is 100% his fault they're even in that canoe in dangerous waters. She didn't want to go. He bullied her into it. She didn't want to freaking go. And mm -hmm. he was like, it'll be fun. Yeah, so I thought it might be Brownie. Yeah. Um, it was not. It was our hero Alan. <laughs> our our mid-Atlantic hero Alan. Um Yeah. But yeah, so so we think we think we're hearing Brownie's voice a couple of times then. And then later after I think it maybe at that point Luann had already moved out, but maybe not. But um oh yeah, she finds she also finds Brownie's wallet at the riverbank. She's she keeps feeling compelled to go back there. She finds his wallet. The only photo missing is one of them at a tennis tournament smiling at each other. 
Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. I need to mention how she gets the wallet out because that part I wanted to barf all over the place. <laughs> now, okay, no disrespect to people who like feet, whatever, whatever. I mm-hmm. personally don't love them. Okay, so she's like she's like gooing around with her little toes in this mud. I was like, what? Gooing around. Yeah, she's like she's like like squeaking her little toes around in the mud. And she like encounters like something kind of hard in the mud. And so then she does not like, oh, I'm going to like dig with my hands or like a stick or something. Instead, I'm going to fish it out with my toes like I'm some kind of freak. <laughs> I I do have to say that Ugh. nothing about this seemed amiss to me. I was absolutely disgusted. I, didn't I was think about it. I was like, girl, a like stop, like you, like just the idea of like the mud going in between her toes. I was like, Bleh! and then <laughs> her like fishing it out with her toes. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing that you cannot bend and grab it out. So I was extremely <laughs> repulsed by that scene. Okay, sorry, continue. So she gets the she gets the wallet. She gets the wallet. She's going to give it she 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 wants to give it to Luann to give to Davis. His name is Davis, right? Yeah. Dusty? Davis? No. <laughs> Dusty Davis. What do you mean? <laughs> Apparently, uh, D'Angelo Dijon. On the last episode, too, I called somebody a name that was just wrong, wrong, wrong. Did I even correct you? No. Yeah, you not. did. Oh, I did. And I forget what it was now. It's lost to time, or maybe I did it to Mike, and I'm confused. No, Mike. I mean it could have been me. Um, I. It could have been, been me. May. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Anyway, I think I did it last time. I know I can't remember what it was. Um, okay. She's like, here, here, Luann, you can give it to Davis in class and then Davis can give it to Callie. And she's like, oh, Davis and Callie aren't seeing each other anymore. Like, oh, okay, I'll give it to Callie myself. And she carries it around and then she like, for some reason, doesn't give it to Callie. And then there, Linda's birthday party happens at Nightmare Hall. It is a scavenger hunt. Just throwing it out there. If anybody's planning a birthday party for me, um, don't ever She's a scavenger hunt. No, I have no way. interest. Also, that's the thing. If someone did that for you, like they don't know you. You know what I'm saying? So, so true. Like in what world do you want to be given chores to do on your birthday? It's not for me. Not for you. For me, I would love it. For you, absolutely not. No way. Thank you so for just, knowing you know, that about me. Know the people, you know, show someone I know you mm-hmm. with a gift for them. Don't do it because it's something you want. Do it if it's something oh, they want. God. No, no, no. So scavenger hunt is happening. When Katie is in the house by herself, she starts hearing brownies singing happy birthday. I would like to point out, it. I do think a person can tell what is a real voice and what is recorded. Yeah, I think so. And especially if it's just the same soundbite reported over and over again. it seems like it's coming from another room. No, but it's like, it's okay, here's, here's the two different versions that she hears. Mm-hmm. She hears, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. Okay, that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Or the other one she hears is a happy birthday song. But when it comes to the name, she hears happy birthday, dear. 
happy birthday to you. And she's like, oh, my God. That's just how Brownie would sing it. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so present. And this is definitely not a Dr. Tate. Oh, my God. No. Now, this is where I, I loved the little minor twist. Where I, I enjoyed this twist as well. Yeah, I like this kind of twist. Mm-hmm. I always like the kind of twist of like, I did some of the things that you're experiencing, like just like the more minor stuff, because like I am upset with you about whatever, whatever, but I am not trying to kill you because I'm not a fucking psycho, okay? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I like that. So Callie is actually doing like all the minor stuff. She did, I think she just did the tapes. She did the tapes. She did not do. She didn't write guilty on her car. No. That was Alan. She didn't do any of the murder attempts. Yeah. So I guess it was just the tapes. She, I, I guess Callie, I'll say in her grief, mm. thought Katie was actually suddenly like footloose and fancy free. Yeah. And wasn't seeing it as a cry for help. Thought that Katie was like moving on. Yeah. And was very upset about it. And so she just wanted to like, she just wanted to mentally torture Katie. <laughs> yeah. Not physically torture Katie. But so she gets a confession from Callie when she finds the tapes in her bag. And and Katie's like, and you also did these other things. And Callie's like, um, hello, I would never. And also, <laughs> now that it's out in the open, I feel terrible and I'm so sorry. And can we be friends again? And I see that I was acting crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I can appreciate this. Yeah. Apology. I liked I, I like them being like, you know what though? Let's just I like that they were like, let's just be friends because it's like too tiring to like be mad about this shit. Yeah, like they realized it really wasn't about that. And yeah. that they were genuinely friends and this isn't worth losing each other over. So that was pretty lovely. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Um, but she's like, Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I have to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. I I I also like too that like there was a tiny bit of time where she was like, I don't really believe you that you didn't do everything. But then as soon as like as soon as Kit or Katie is like, okay, I guess I believe you, no more time is wasted on that. Yeah, I also appreciated that. And I appreciated it that she was like, Oh yeah, it actually if I think about it, it couldn't have been Callie because like Callie was here. She right. She had an alibi. Place mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Um. Yeah. And so there wasn't any more. Did she? Didn't she? I yeah. appreciate when you've ruled out a suspect, not fucking around and just yeah, going ahead and ruling them out. Yes. Just just rule them out. My God. Um. I uh. Shoot. What was I gonna say? I don't know. Guess what? Wasn't important <laughs> or interesting. <laughs> Guess what? If it was, it'll come back. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, right. Okay. So when she thought, when she's like, oh my God, then maybe it's Davis. I was like, stop. We know it's not. I'm like, stop, stop. It's not Davis. A, because I, I didn't want it, it be to be Davis. him. I didn't want it to be him. A, that's why. I didn't want it to be Davis because he was encouraging her not to let Brownie change her. Yeah. And I would have been bummed. Yeah, and he seemed nice. And he seemed nice. So, yes, I, I, I didn't want it to be Davis, but I did think it could be. Yeah. But guess what? It's Alan. It's Alan. Sorry, but Noodle is-, is going crazy right now. She's like running, <laughs> like racing and running all around, and I'm in my bedroom, and she keeps like jumping over me. 
but like scrabbling all. So if you hear like scribby scrabby sounds, that's her feet on the ground because she's sprinting on the hardwood without actually running anywhere. <laughs> it's really annoying. I actually I did hear it and I wasn't even thinking about it though. Yeah, that's just her sprinting. Cute. She's like calming down kind of now, I think maybe. <laughs> I don't know. She gets into these like weird moods where she's like, <gasps> like just like extremely panicked. Don't get anxious. Don't get anxious. She has anxiety problems. She does have mental problems. <laughs> she, she has like, you know. Much like Katie. Yeah, much like Katie. Um, okay, so then she discovers this big blown up picture. It's her and Alan. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then Alan gives this like very long, like. Very like, iconic. Multi-location speech. Multi-location, multi-page. Multi-page. He's, he's giving speeches left and right. He's like, mm-hmm. let me do a little bit. He's hitting his marks is what he's doing. That is, he's nailing it is what he's doing. He's nailing it. He's like, you just know that he's like perfectly framed by moonlight. Like, you know, it's like, it looks amazing. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, killing it. You know that he just looks iconic. Yeah. He's wearing just like some gorgeous, like high-waisted slacks. Oh, nice yeah. blouse. Yeah. And maybe like, um, like a scarf that's like, like, l- What's it called? Like those like old, like those silk scarf type things. He's got it like kind of tied in a little ascot type look. Mm-hmm. And he, he's trench. wearing, yes. And he's wearing mm-hmm. like wireframe glasses, but he takes them off at some point. Mm-hmm. But the moon glints off of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's looking bomb. Yeah. He's delivering speech. That's great. And meanwhile, he's, Kit looks like shit. Dog shit. Yeah. Complete dog shit. It's like a real fucking mess. Yeah. Just terrible, terrible, terrible. We can't blame her, but that's, we're just stating the facts. Right, because he looks impeccable. Mm-hmm. She looks terrible. He takes her to the riverside. He's gonna like force her to drown where Brownie drowned. The best part of him mm. being like uh, wanting to murder Katie is that he has has gone full blown psycho and truly thinks of Katie as being a different human being than Kit. And yeah. not just that, but the person who killed kit and took her from him yeah and so he's like you murdered kit i realized it when you went up on the fire escape kit would never that's when i knew she was dead to me and that you had to die for killing her i loved that and i was like great no notes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's like kit disappeared that day and then and then she's like she's like look i know you feel bad about Alan dying. And he's like, Alan? <laughs> whom? Brownie. Or, yeah, right. Brownie. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, Brownie, whom like, do you speak of? Fuck. <laughs> he's like, are you not listening to me when I am speaking to you? I think that you killed Kit, not Brownie. And she's like, what? <laughs> I thought you, that's why you wrote guilty in my cars? Because you thought I was responsible? And he's like, hello, I killed Brownie. He's like, I, I loved killing Brownie. Grandma. I loved him. I felt it. Was it hard? Sure. Yes. Was it the right thing to do? Yes. Because he was poisoning her. But I am mad at you for killing Kit. Kit is dead to me now and there is only Katie. And I was like, great. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm for it. Yeah. It was great. And, And then we applauded her when she got it together enough to like make her sound enough like her old self and like we sound super weak and like ask for his help getting down from the high place he was forcing her onto he goes kit is that really you 
<laughs> I thought you'd never return to me. And I was like, wow, you this man is insane. Yeah. Also, like I, I was like, wow, it did not take much to trick him. All it took was her being like, she was like, she's like, I'm ah, shit, I got to figure this out. You. And then she's like, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> Alan, I'm uh, I'm so scared. I can't move. Uh, I remember when you helped me off that ladder in high school. And I, I couldn't move then and I can't move now. It's oh, just like then. Re- remember that time outside, Jim? When that <laughs> brutish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> brutish boy was hitting on me and you came out and you shooed him away. Well, I never could have done that without your help. Oh, couldn't you, couldn't you help me now like you did then? And then in that moment, his energy becomes very like, Christine. He's like, yes. <laughs> he's like, get your back. Let he's me save like, you. Rock hard by her weakness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and is like, oh, thank God, you've returned yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay, you you come on down for that. If if I thought, I I wish I'd known this would was all it would take. I would have done this. Yeah. Oh my god, that was back. so funny when he was like, if I had known this was all it would take, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then he goes to help her down, and she kind of can't help herself. She's just thinking. She gets an immediate like mental image of him bashing brownie's head in with the rock Mm -hmm. and she recoils from his touch and he's like you were lying to me you're still that nasty old katie i i nasty old katie i was shocked that he like interpreted that that way like yeah for somebody who was like being such a sucker a second ago that was very perceptive yeah because, I mean, unless she, like, really fucking recoiled from him, maybe. But what a bad I mean, time for a flashback she, like, to kick in, right? I withdrew her hand, even. Yeah. Terrible time. Terrible. Um, Such bad timing. Ugh. So then he, like, tries to push her in, but she hangs onto his arm, and they both go f- falling in the river. And I kind of, I liked the, <laughs> I, I genuinely appreciated the girl power moment of now I'm kind of glad no one came along because I'm saving myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that should have read as hacky to me, but I was like, yeah, you, you, you're saving yourself. No, it should. You don't need anyone. It should have read as hacky. I totally agree. But I also liked that moment. I, maybe it's because I was in an airplane at that time. And you know, when you're like in an airplane and things like you get touched by shit that is like not, Mm. isn't that like a phenomenon? I was just sitting at home where I'm always reading. I know. I was sitting in my usual little spot, but maybe I guess it was just the writing of it wasn't hacky. It wasn't. I felt like it. But, or it, it was just, just felt- like, I'm accepting that I was, you know, it is what it is. I just appreciated the sentiment, I guess. Well, yeah. And this book, I. Because I it didn't- was sort of a book about how, like, she was with the wrong guy. Yeah. She was changing for him. She went against her instincts. A horrible accident happened. He died. She thought that the right thing to do was to completely change. Mm hmm. Learned that in acting stronger, she actually did get a little stronger. Uh huh. And then saves herself at the end. It was kind of nice. Yeah. So it was. I recommend this book. Me too. And I liked that at the very end, we get like a little like denouement of like her friends being like, yeah, we knew it was Alan. <laughs> I mean, I did not buy how Davis figured this out. Oh my God. Davis I was is like, like what are you, mental, a psychic, <laughs> mental gymnastic. Are you the Davis? mentalist? Here's what I think. I think Davis is a little bit more obsessed with Kit than we like. A thousand times. Oh, I'm so sure he's got that photo in his wallet because 
He oh, wanted yeah. to remember oh, his win oh. at the tournament that day, but there weren't any photos Give of him. Give me a fucking Come break. On. He is jacking it to that photo yeah. daily. Yeah, so this is what he does. He like gets out the photo <laughs> and then he like jacks it. And then right as he's about to come, he just like slides his thumb over um over Brownie's, Brownie's face. face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, he is definitely obsessed and in love with Katie. He's completely obsessed. He li- like literally like when she, uh, he, the oh when she was like oh I tried to call you and you weren't there and it was because he was like sitting outside of her room all night and Burning like her. I was like, yeah, what? You... He's down bad. Yeah, down bad. And also, I'm for it. Yeah, because he was he had the right viewpoint. The whole time. Well, okay. Can he I? He was always telling her not to change for Brownie. Yeah. And I really appreciated that about him. This is what I want, right? In a fantasy. Okay. Because we talked about this kind of guy. Fantasy. Not real. Okay. But like, if someone is like, they're like obsessed with you, right? They're so obsessed with you. Mm-hmm. They hate themselves for it, right? Mm-hmm. A- after every interaction with you, they are tortured. Tortured, tortured by the memory of you, right? Mm-hmm. They're just like stomping around. Being like, how, like, I am, I'm so obsessed with this girl. Like, how could I, how could this be real? And they like keep trying to tell themselves, like, okay, just don't think about her for like an hour, but they can't not because they're so obsessed with me. Right. And they're just like full of rage about that and like completely fucking tortured by every interaction. And they trace the memory of each interaction and they're like, oh my God, what did that mean? What did this mean? What did whatever? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's like dream situation in fiction. Only in fiction. But like maybe real life. <laughs> but like depending on. Depending on whom. Depending on. Depending right? on Depending on whomst. Whom, right? Like are they a real fucking if, stunner? If you're all are they a stunner? Look, if you're right. if you're stalking them and they're stalking you, right. hot. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my right? God. If your stalker stalking. stalks you. Yeah, right. Okay. If, or if, 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 you, if you, you're you a stalker yeah. are being stalked, stalked by, the, by your, your stalky. Oh my God. Okay. Hot. Right. Hot. <laughs> Love that. Love that for me. But it has to be. But only if I am also obsessed with them. Exactly. Exactly. And like, but I do want that like self-hatred to be happening. Like I do want them to be like, fuck. You know? (laughs) I do do want that element of self-hatred. I do. I do. I I do want them to vomit when they think about how low they sink for me. Yeah. Like I want them to to, like see (laughs) like just like the hint of a thirst trap, not even thirst trap, right? Just selfie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're screaming, crying, throwing up. Like, mm-hmm. I want them to be completely fucking tortured. I want, like, haunted. Basically, I want to haunt someone's thoughts, right? Yeah. But only... Only if they're haunting mine. If they're haunting mine. The haunting has to be only mutual. if they're hot. And only if they're stone cold stunner, 10 Just out of kidding. 10. It's not even the more requirements. It's if I also uh, want them to. Well, but that's the thing. Then you think they're hot. But, like... Unless... I just want to put it out there that like I can be like hot men can be gross too. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying yeah. that you think they're hot. That that like and I mean that holistically. Like yes. Personality included. We are saying, saying the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cuz just because someone like is a fucking hottie hot doesn't mean that they can't be a rapist. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is if I if I'm obsenging over someone, I mm-hmm. want them to obsenge over me. Yes, mutual right. obsession is <laughs> hot, and obsession 
Okay. Obsenged. Be, like being obsenged. It's mm-hmm. a mix of obsessed and der- deranged. <laughs> <laughs> and Great. if consensual, hot. Right. And if consensual, hot. Mm-hmm. God. I mean, Case so point, I guess it's good for, for Kate and, and what's his name? Yeah, I think they're going to make it. They're going to get together. Uh, yeah. I feel bad for Callie. Oh, man. Left because out she, in the old. She, Ugh. it turned out, had been dating a man who was obsessed with Katie, left him, started dating a man who was not merely obsessed with Katie, twice. a fucking psycho about yeah. it. Okay, twice this girl has dated someone obsessed with Katie. A, like, tr- like d- yeah. first, Ugh. an obsessed. Yeah. Second, a mercenged. Yeah, mercenged because he's murdering as he's well. He's murdering. I, a mercenged. What a, a mercenged. What a complex this girl is going to have. Like, there's no way she can be friends no, with she Katie. Needs, I just, like, she can't. No. She cannot be friends with Katie. She needs distance. Because she's going to be one of those girls where if they're going out and she sees that Katie's like in kind of a little bit of a hoe era outfit. <laughs> She's uh-huh. like, um, can you change? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, she's like, mm, you know what, guys? I'm thinking actually we're gonna go with like a less skank look, like, mm, like actually, more classy. I think it's it's kind of cold. Do we want to grab our cardigans? <laughs> oh, you it know is what? Chilly. Do you want to borrow my my trench coat? Like, oh my god, I should have said this to you before, but actually, I was gonna wear gold tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mm. So you can't wear that. So you can't wear that. But what you can wear is I have this like gray hoodie. Clown outfit? (laughs) (laughs) I have these monk's robes. I have have this um, hair shirt. (laughs) Kalia, get some distance. Yeah. Yeah. You're justified. Yeah. she. I think what she needs to do, truly, more so than maybe everybody else, even though Katie was the one that like experienced the most direct trauma she yes. needs to go to another school yes i think callie needs to like either that or if it's a Honestly, big school they all, do. they all just need to go to different schools. different schools that everyone needs to leave this school mm-hmm. yeah yep. yeah but so that's the book i, I recommend I, book. I recommend it too it was it was a quick read it was I fun definitely the best of the nightmare halls so far yeah that we have read yeah for sure mm-hmm. for sure yeah so thank you everybody for listening we really really appreciate it yes we do um, thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you would like to become one, go to patreon.com slash teencreeps. A lot of extra content there for you guys. Special shout out to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 level. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez, Adam Howitz, Amanda Kay, Amanda Nangle, Amy T, Ann Dwyer, Brian Petty II, Caitlin L, Carrie Ham, Claire Moore, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny B. Drew Waranis, Ellie Lagos, Emma, Emma M, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gianna Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Jason H, Jeremy Kronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich, Jessica Smith Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Sersha Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Kodiak Siegel, Landry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Mary N. Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bassert, Rashad B, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Ro Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, 
Victoria Gray. And Victoria Valdez. Thank you, everyone. We Thank you so much. Um, oh, I also wanted to give a shout out to um, uh, Landry Desmond, who uh, gave me some pies and um, a beautiful pulp crime book and like, Thank you so much. I really appreciated it. And it was so <laughs> delicious. And I can't wait to read the book. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's You're nice. amazing. Um, but uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to give a special Andrew shout out. Is a delight. Yes, quite. Um, quite the delight. Uh, so are we sharing what we're reading next no. week? We just can't. Case, no. Because I was unable. I mean, the fact that we were scooped. We got scooped on a book we hadn't announced. Like, come on. Come on. Is there someone in here? Is is someone in my closet? Is someone like under my bed? Someone in my mic. <laughs> Do you live in my microphone? Are you are you a tiny or is someone in my garment bag? That's what it is. <laughs> Am I in there with you? Can we get out? <laughs> Wait, are we in here? Are we trapped? <laughs> is this a refrigerator? Am I in a room? Oh, it's a garment bag. <laughs> I feel what like that's like dope. That's like something that like a bug would say. <laughs> that's like, where am I? Am I in a room? And then where like, am I? snap, zoom out, <laughs> garment bag. Gosh, look at this luxurious bed just for me. Zoom out, it's a matchbox. <laughs> that's a big bug. <laughs> it's like a beetle or something. Yeah, it's yeah. a beetle. Oh, king beetle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just remember. I was just thinking of the of the wedding of the of the wedding of the prince of the or like the emperor's son, like the fucking bug wedding. You mean the uh, public domain theater episode? Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. fun episode. Yeah, great episode. Take a listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, you guys. We'll see you next time. <gasps> Until then, keep it creepy. Forever dog. This has been a forever dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.